to the other side of Blackpool podcast. And if you live here in Blackpool, this show's for you. From high up in our attic room studio on Church Street, we share the true stories of what life is really like in Blackpool. Stories that are often overlooked, hidden, or under-celebrated. And welcome back to the, the podcast. And today we are on location at the Salvation Army, uh, where we're picking up on a subject that we have been talking about quite a few times with mums, always mums, who are really concerned about their children being bullied, kicked. Some people call it child assault. And um, they seem, these mums, to be the only ones who really care. Now, I'm joined by our Blackpool mum, Chrissy. Hello, Chrissy. Hi. Uh, Chrissy, you've starred on the podcast before, and we've got a couple of special guests in the room, which I'll introduce later. Now, uh, Chrissy, today's event was all about hearing about how cases are going and how things are moving on. You brought us a story about your daughter being bullied and you yourself having your windows put in by yep. the bully's parents. How is your case going? Um, non-stop at the minute. It's not going very anywhere, to be fair. Oh, lots um, of stops. Yeah, lots of stops. Um, trying to get an appointment with the school is like non-existent. Um, the police were still no help. Um, from the last podcast, they said they'd come round and discuss it. Um, the only thing they did was come round and tell my two daughters to stay away from them, which is hard, especially when my 14-year-old is in the same class as the bully. And that makes it even harder. Tell me about um, in initiatives you've seen the school do, even in the last couple of weeks, the message you got about it and how it felt to receive those. Oh, um, yes, uh, they're doing an anti-bullying week in school. I received an email with a letter connected uh, going on about how they're talking about um, anti-bullying, how to keep children safe. Everyone's um, different in their own way, unique. And they are going to wear a odd pair of socks on Friday. Mm. And how did that feel, wearing odd socks against your, the realities of your case? It's like a kick in the crotch, to be fair. Mm. Um, to be plainly fed with it, it's... What's that going to do? Wearing odd socks isn't going to bring my daughter back with mental health issues. Yeah. Um, it's not going to do anything, really. Yeah. Um, I just must mention one thing about your case because a, a lot of this issue is, is to do with the fact that all of the bullying is much more online, which means that the school can often say it's not happening here. Mm. Uh, and there was a particular detail about your daughter's bullying that I heard, I heard you speak about before and I've never forgotten it because she developed a stutter because of her bullying. Yeah, that's my youngest daughter. Um, she now has an anxiety stutter. Um, and the bullies were sending her voice messages that was, were mimicking her. Yeah. And even though those, those accounts were closed down by you because you complained, mm -hmm. they yeah. created new ones, yeah? Yeah, they, they do create new ones against both of my daughters. Um, not so much in their name, it'd be, it'd be someone else's name. And they go through their TikTok or they go through their Facebook or they go through their Instagram. And it'd be like, it, it's like in posts and stuff, but they know it's from them. Um, they don't get that so much now. Um, a 14 year old will get, she will search through her TikTok and it'd be a different name and she's liking all my daughter's stuff. Um, but for my 13 year old daughter, it's not so much now. 
it's just basically in the classroom as soon as she walks in that classroom it's they're, they're stuttering her name and it's just this one person and this one person isn't just bullying my daughter he's actually bullying quite a few people in that year group yeah well okay thank you Chrissy for that summary and I'm sorry that things haven't moved forward as much as we would have liked but we do have two special guests with us and they've come all the way from Chorley in the same Lancashire County that we are in (laughs) but it feels like a long way away and we're so grateful to have you and we've got Jade on one side hello Jade hi and Lisa on the other and you've come together on the and you're you're going home on the train, so yeah. good luck with that. <laughs> um, but I wanted to check. You hadn't met Chrissy before today. We hadn't, no. no. And um, I wondered if it sounds to you, having spent a bit of time together, that your cases and hers do seem to have some simil- similarities and what those similarities are. Who wants to take the first they do have some similarities, Lisa. especially with the way that you're not getting any help from any outside organisations, i.e. the school and the police, and that you, you feel like you're kind of fighting your own battle. Both me and Jade have had battles to fight. As much as sometimes our, our children have to fight, we, we're fighting with the justice side of it. So, yeah, we completely get that. And you do, you feel like you're the only person here. But no, there is a lot of similarities and there is a lot of advice that I hope me and Jade can give you. Thanks, Jay. Does, do you sense some similarities? Yeah, massively. Um, it is the failings of school and the police, and and like you said, it, you're not you're trying to support your child in this process as well to get them back on track, but you are losing part of your child as well due to bullying. Um, so there's, you know, we, I definitely can feel all the frustration on in all areas. Especially all areas, as in yeah. now, even though it started out as bullying, then it's attacks. Now we've even had to get medical help as well now because so we're going through that with you as well yeah, now yeah. we're at the stage where we're having to get medical help and mental support for our children yeah. so I don't think people see the bigger picture of do you know what this actually entails a lot of different organisations and I am battling with all of you yeah yeah thank you Lisa can you tell us what happened in your case with your child and just how dangerous it got yeah absolutely um my daughter Bethany she was, um, it started in school with one main bully who would hound her. Then the group got bigger. We went to the school. They told us, well, we can't remove these children because these children are safeguarded and they don't have a privileged upbringing like Bethany does. I was like, well, how, how is that my fault? How's that Bethany's fault? So we had a lot of battling there. Eventually they did hurt Bethany enough where they got excluded, but then it became an outside problem. So then it was to bring the police in. Um, she was often, she didn't really leave my site that much, but when she did, she was guaranteed to be caught by them. Um, she was assaulted a few times, not anything that was lasting a lasting problem. And then one evening back in last April, they got her two of the girls she'd never even met. It was just the main bully from the school, but she'd never even met two of them. They stamped on her head that many times. Um, Preston Hospital actually said one more stamp to her head probably would have took her life because her little body couldn't take it. Um, she's now got PTSD. She self-harms. Um, her behaviour's totally changed. She's gone from a little quiet girl to she will answer you back now because in her head, this is never going to happen to her again because it got so serious. And then she'll go the other way where she doesn't leave the house anymore and she's back to being by my side. She's has she does have friends but sometimes we feel that she struggles to maintain relationships because she doesn't hold very much trust um the girls actually did end up with a conditional caution we was advised not to press charges as they don't want to criminalize children i said this isn't the this isn't 
strike one. These girls are now on strike four, five, and six with my child. So we demanded that they get arrested. Fortunately for us, the custody officer said, I've watched on CCTV what they did to your child and they was put in the cell. And like I said, they did come out with a conditional caution. Lisa, that just sounds terrible. How long ago was this all, did it all happen? Bethany's was last April. We did actually keep quiet for a long time. And it's only when Jade put out this campaign saying, has anybody else been through this? And so many people tagged me, come on, Lisa. And I was like, yeah, I'm there. I'm with you. Great. Well, not great, but yes, it's nice to have a friend in this terrible story. Jade, are you dealing with girl bullies as well that's one of the things that really yeah. it seems so odd about these things these happenings it yes yeah girl bullies uh, it's it's a mixture but it is girl on girl really i'm finding um which is quite unusual and you know we're in we're in a generation now that we're really trying to support each other in in things in life um so my daughter was just a random attack she wasn't previously bullied by these people she didn't know them um they just got her outside a shop called a ginger uh then lured her into a subway where they brutally beat her, ripped chunks of her hair, stamped on her, spat on her, threw things on her, um, kicked her. Yeah, you just unbelievable things in, in that period of time, wouldn't let her leave. Um, so she managed to escape. She called me screaming, like, I've been attacked, and I was trying to calm her down, like, tell me what's happened, where are you? Um, so once I got home, checked her over, um, and I rang the police and they said, well, it's bank holiday. No one can come to you for till the Tuesday. So that was four days from when I logged it. Um, and I was like, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, I need you to come and get these, these bullies basically off the street. They're going to get another child. Um, they said, like I said, there's nothing we can do till, you know, till Tuesday. Someone will be in contact with you. Um, so I was mortified, didn't know what to do. So I reached out to a social media and put it on Facebook. Um, and the similarities to Lisa's case and another mum's that's in our campaign, um, we kind of kind of clicked together, you know, and it seemed that it was it was quite a big thing in Chorley. Um, these were these groups were attacking many kids, um, and brutally, you know, like they, it's serious. They could have killed them. Um, so we decided that it was enough was enough so yeah. we had to put this campaign together to save a child's life and thank for, thank goodness you did because we then saw it on the news and, and looked at it and thought this seems really familiar this seems like what we're dealing with not just um with one or two but three mums that have come to us and have been featured on previous podcasts um, does it feel to you like there's more of this around in many, many, many yeah. the amount of either private messages or com- comments that we get on our page? Um, we have one mother who she rings us to say, why is the police not responding back to us? And then I'll message the police. Um, but there is numerous numerous in Chorley not alone in this situation. yeah and we've had people from London contact us haven't we yeah. um Scotland so, yeah <laughs> Scot- we've got a mother in Scotland so this isn't a Chorley problem or a Blackpool problem this is a nationwide problems mm. whatever we've got in place as a country it's not working mm-hmm. don't criminalize children instantly please don't do that that's not what we're after but how can you teach a child a lesson when you're not teaching them a lesson Something needs to change. There needs to be consequences for all this. I mean, our children are bullied a lot different than we was bullied. There is no uplet for our children. Our children are bullied over the internet. They're tagged in things. There is no Videos. respite. We we need to protect our children. This is what we're doing. It's too late for man and Jay's child. It's yeah, happened. the damage is done. It's happened. We just want to stop 
that vicious attack and that bullying stopping from your child now. So we can only do so much, but luckily we are, we have got some things in place, haven't we? We're not going to give up. Yeah. Thank you. And are you always dealing with mums? Is it mums coming to you? Yeah, I think it's just families, you know, the whole family, it affects a whole family. It isn't just a child that's going through that pain and upset and that trauma. The whole family is, you know, the pressure is on you to protect your child and the police. And when they're not doing it, there's only you to do it. So I feel like as a family, it really affects you. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, many families come to us for support. All right. Sorry. You'll often find as well that different parents, no matter which side of it is, mum, dad, whoever, tend to act a bit differently. We can have the parents who'll be like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out and sort this. And then you've got the parent like me and Jade is like, do you know what? We're going to try and find the right avenue, but you can't blame if it may be dad going, that's it, I'm going around the streets. Yeah. And this is what the police are bringing into our hands. Are we going to turn around and go, right, do you know what? I tried my way. You've gone try your way now. All right. Before, that's worrying. Yeah. Before we get on to useful tips for mums in distress, including how we find your campaign and support mm. you, do you, do you sense that your daughters are not going to put up with this and there needs to be changed by their generation. So why, you know, why not start now? Is that, is that how, is that how you feel? Cause you've this taken generation, a, sorry. No, no, sorry. that's all right. You've taken a big leap to go out there in the public and have your faces and your names known, mm-hmm. um, which in a, in a sense, um, could put your children, could identify yeah. your children, could draw more attention to them. Mm-hmm. But you've obviously thought, no, this is more important than anything anything how's that dilemma gone for you I think at the beginning my fear was oh like you know they're gonna get her again because I've gone public about it um but the shame it brings yes although in our case the the family members and the mums didn't have any control over these children um and really wasn't for punishing them do you know um the shame still that the whole of their town knew what their children had done and their children are knowing that they're all over papers and you know their stories everywhere for what they're doing these vicious attacks the shame was worth it in my eyes because then my daughter didn't kind of get that 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 negative back she got the support from the whole town instead of the negativity from that gang because obviously they knew that we'd just keep going so I, I think it is a deterrent. 100% more than what she's just said. It's we cannot name and shame these children because of the law, but we can name and shame what, they, what they've done. And you will be surprised how many good kids there are out there. Mm. There has been so many children come up to our children and go, I'm so sorry, what happened to you? When I seen it filmed on the internet, I laughed. And I don't find it funny now. And the amount of other yeah. children that check on our children now is, has had the complete reverse of what we was dreading could happen if we were putting our children in danger no we haven't we really haven't if anything we've brought the, them together the, their little you know generation together um, supporting each other and I find if they follow because out of fear as well so if they're getting sent nasty videos and things like that and the, of their attacks they kind of join out of fear as in when they've seen the strength that they're getting and the support they're getting from from our community um, and many other communities um they see that it's best to be on the best side, you know, the good yeah. side. It's it's they're getting the better publicity or the better friendships and things like that than being on the side of filming vicious and attacks. In one of the words of Bethany's attackers, the actual girl who attacked her actually said, I would never hurt her again. Tell her she's saved. 
because I would not want this to go through this again. So no, the, the, the police caution did cause a consequence, but what we did as mothers, themselves, it did. There was a consequence there for them. And I think that's something else that needs to be ingrained in children. If you join in with these attacks and you're not the main attacker, do you know what? There is consequences for you mm. and you have to live with what you've done as well. Yeah. They have to walk the streets and people are hating on them now. Do you know, they know who they are. And, and I feel like that's the pressure. That's the bit that's getting to them more than... Our campaign, our campaign has turned one of the bad girls into one of the good girls now, and she's actually on our side. So, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, if you want to keep your identity not known, absolutely, you go down that road, absolutely. But still share your stories. Share your stories. Mm. Find out where you stand legally and just get as much information as you can. Don't, don't be quiet as in do nothing. Always do something. Thank you both. Uh, Chrissy, our Blackpool mum, how is this all sounding to you? I think they're amazing. And the information that I've got is so much, like, they've given me more information than the police have, the school have, the council have. So just to have their information is just unbelievable. Mm, it makes you feel supported. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. Welcome yeah. to the campaign, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I want to see if we can ask about some, some news you can use. So if anyone's listening to this and they think, oh, this is me too, what would you say they should do first of all? In regards to school or police, what do you mean? Which, well, within I the think, situation. I think if it starts off at school or there is an initial place, maybe a youth centre, a school, wherever. Online. Yeah. yeah, they need to go and they need to say what are their policies. They need to find out every policy they've got, every protocol that you have to go through. So the teachers might say, you need to put all this in writing. Right, done, banged off. Then go to the next thing, right, done, banged off. And you need to do that because there's no skipping cues. That that's not going to happen. Even if you went to the parents' governors, they'd say, well, do we, do we know about this? Well, no, I've come straight to you. So you must make sure of that. When it involves police, you must need, you must ask the police, so what do I need to do next? Do I need to form 999 in emergency or do I do that? And if they, if they say, make sure you report everything, you make sure you report everything because there is nothing better than a paper trail. Take your log numbers. Yeah. Mm. Um, ask them, so what happens if this is still happening in three months' time and then you shall get the answer? Well, do you know what? You can go back and you can prosecute for all of these. So if there's also a quiet period where you don't hear anything, you must carry on chasing things up, mustn't you, Jade? 100%. Just keep pushing. Um, keep ringing, checking, giving log numbers. You, you'll have a long list by the end of it, I'm sure. Um, and you want them all opening at the same time together within that six-month period. Um, and there's a new six months every time something else happens. So 100% just keep your paper trail, keep pushing. Um, and if it goes quiet, like Lisa said, you just keep calling. You know, you can't give them a break because it kind of gets swept under. Yeah. Okay. And as for being a parent, it's obviously we're all parents, so we all know our own children. But there is also things like... It does change. It does change a child. Yeah. There is certain things that I never thought I would have to search my child's room for a razor blade and things like that. Mm. So it's a case of keeping your eye out. And all right doesn't mean I'm all right, does it, Jade? No. You'll back me up on that. No. And get outside organisations involved, yeah. which obviously you're obviously going to do yeah. because you've got the knowledge of that. But anybody yeah. else who doesn't, do you know what? If your child's looking a bit down, GP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, online counselling sessions, like. There's um, nest workers that are involved with the police, yeah. nest workers. Um, 
many things like that you need to get your child I think you get caught up in the in the, the, the race and trying to get through and doing all these things and you kind of um forget to take care of you and your child in in a sense um so yeah make sure that they've got some support to deal with it because they many ch- children do just cut off and deal with it themselves and this is where it goes downhill but even so. the police when you're asking about the protocol for what will happen if they reoffend again ask them just say can you now give me a list of all the organizations that can help my child because you're entitled to it and that child is entitled to it. All right, so to summarise, it's the school or wherever it happened, get their bullying policies, find them, get your get your case logged with the police and keep chasing it if it goes quiet. Mm-hmm. If the child seems out of sorts, it's the GP. Yeah. What have we missed? Youth offending teams. I think many cases, if it's an ongoing bullying, um, they would have probably been involved with the youth offending team if they've been, you know chased by the police and so forth it is on the, the police path um youth offending teams as well they seem to protect the perpetrator and not the victim um but you need to be chasing up the, the process of that as well you know to ensure that they're going to their meetings and you know working with them mm-hmm. and doing what they're meant to be doing um because otherwise they're, they're doing nothing yeah, they're i didn't know that when bethany when they did go to the youth offending team you also get your own officer as well, don't you? Yeah. So you'll have somebody that you liaise with while they're liaising with the offenders. So yeah, sometimes, just a it's a bit, yeah, liaise with sometimes woman, yeah. when that happens, you've got to prepare your mm. own child as well because you've got to know that even though your child's not the one who's done anything wrong, they're also going to have to go to meetings and things like that. Yeah. And sometimes they used to go into school and they used to take Bethany out of class. And it's something that if you go for prosecution, you've got to know before you agree to do it, you've got to know that you're putting your child through a lot as well. Yeah. You've also got to realise that when your child's interviewed, they do it alone. They don't do it with a parent. Yeah. Even though the offenders can go. So you, you've got to not rush into it, but also not let things go stale either. So it's there's a lot of preparation into prosecuting a youth offender. It's completely different. It's a bit like um, domestic violence. They're homing on the victim more than they do sometimes the perpetrator. But in my in my personal opinion, it's the right thing to do. You're saving the next child. What, what you seem to be saying is that um, in Chorley, you have found that you need to confront the issue. Like it's not going to go away by itself. No. That in some ways it sounds like really hard work, almost mm. a full time job yeah, to sort of get draining. all these things draining. Really, yeah, really, yeah. It's sad. The many times I've rang the girls and many of the mums just had a cry. Do you know, like it's overwhelming to take. You want to take the pain away from your child, the situation away from what they've dealt with and what are dealing with. But then you're dealing with your emotions. Do you know, as a yeah. mum, and that fire in your belly and you, you need an urge to protect and. It's just, yeah, it's a very draining and process. And with your question, I think the proof's in the pudding. I cut quite for 12 months. Me and Bethany didn't make it public. We didn't go on no social media. It it, it carried on happening. As we spoke up, it stopped happening to a degree, hasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, you do have to speak up. Okay. Fight it, fight it, 100%. Don't wish for it to go away. You, you need to take it head on. And it is a long and hard process. Uh, frustrating. I don't think it's a hard process. It's frustrating. You're hitting brick walls all the time and you, you get a bit disheartened, but just keep going because you will see the light. Here. You know, at the end of the tunnel, you will get results.
how can people get in touch with your campaign or join it? Yeah, so we've got many, um, we've got pages on many social media apps, um, TikTok, Facebook. Um, our name is Mums Against Youth Attacks. Um, but it is, we've also got like a TikTok page with the same name uh, for young children to reach out and speak to us. Um, not personally, maybe, but we have people on the other end that can help with children that are being bullied and want to speak and don't really want to tell their parents. Because my daughter goes, you always cry, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, because oh, I'm your mum and I've got an emotional attachment to you, you know. Um, so sometimes it's easier for a child to speak to somebody that isn't their, you know, their family member. Um, so we do have that on TikTok, yeah, Mums Against Youth Attacks. And for the adults, mostly, um, and the families and so forth is Facebook. Okay. Mums Against Youth Youth Attacks. Yeah. Can I ask how much of your own snooping and um, sort of data gathering you get? So, you know, a lot of the cases that can be brought or the remedies that can be found are because of the videos that are shown. As soon as they're shown, they become evidence, right? So we've had police on our podcast before saying, never delete anything. You know, it's all really good evidence. Um, But we've also heard about mums keeping these CCTVs, like having doorbell cameras We've got all CCTV throughout our house, yeah. It seems so unfair that you have to invest in your own surveillance in order to police your street and your and your your household um and it was put up because of them it was put up the day that they turned up at my house and was literally shouting to bethany you're back at school on tuesday make sure let me know i'm going to slash your throat basically and that cctv went to the police it went to the schools and that's the day they got suspended Jade, have you had the same experience about using cameras f- to get your own data? Yeah, I, I have a, a tracking app on my child, <laughs> you know, and, and it lets me listen into, co- you know, in, if she was in a situation, I could press a button and I can hear what's going on around her just to know that if she was okay, you know, if she was missing calls, so forth. Uh, cameras, the same in case they turn up at the door, they follow her home, um, they videoed her attack um, and posted it all over. So they kind of set themselves up anyway. Um but yeah, keep all evidence, all messages. I know it doesn't seem a lot when they go, oh, well, thanks for that. You know, we still can't see a face or who, whatever. They've got the, 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 uh, meanies to investigate it to find out who they are. Do you know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. And do you always have a sense of a police sort of account manager? Is there, so, is there someone that you will always be able to talk to in the crime scene or does it, no. does it come and go? It, yeah. It of- wasn't until we, 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 like well we're going to protest so we did a protest we wanted to speak to the the highest of the high that we could within Chorley police station and we did we We managed to get there but it was only because we were we were going to protest outside their office so I feel like you get past pillar to post and but once they know that you're you're not messing you know it's our child do this you know and and we're their parents and we, we, we're here to protect them. So we're not messing about here. Once he kind of knew that, we, we spoke yeah. to the, our chief. Every, yeah. every crime connection. that you report yeah. can, be, it can be allocated to one officer. So you can have PC Smith do one and PC Jones do the, the next. But it's within your right to say, can you put these two cases together now? That is your right to do. Rather than saying, I'm waiting for PC Smith to ring me and then give it another crime number. So yeah, it can be very, very hard to get hold of the officer that you need to get hold of. Okay, interesting. I'm learning loads here. What about you, Chrissy? Blackpool mum, are you which which is the, the, the best tip you've had so far in all of this? Uh the best tip is basically persevere, just keep going on nag well, I've been nagging the school and the police anyway. Um I've done security at my door, got a ring doorbell. Yeah. But um 
my neighbour across the road's actually got like 11 plus security cameras on her house. And even though they captured them, the parents smashing my window, not not good enough because it was it was the back of her. Yeah, you, and, so yes. Yeah. So if you can't see the face, yeah. then there's a, a limited but amount know, you can do. They will know because of the ongoing case. It's yeah. they're choosing not to, to, to yeah, deal exactly, with that situation, yeah. uh, which is the frustration. So yeah. you keep pushing for that. You know, yeah. you still want the outcome to be she's dealt yeah. with. Because you know. my thing is, it's not so much the children; it's actually the adults I'm yeah. finding more dangerous. Yeah. In in my case, than I am the child, mm. um, and that's what. In, that infuriates me more is that they're just like we go give the head a wobble or um well she was really sorry but they've done it once they've done it yeah. twice what makes you say well, they're not going to the do it again you're not on strike one strike yeah. two strike three you're now numerous strikes in and you've got to do on your heart of hearts that do you know what you've tried the easy way you've played the game that the police and the offenders want to now you've got to press and yeah. press and press yeah. for yeah. your sake because everybody in this world is entitled to yeah. safety everybody yeah no chat no matter what your age no matter what your race it doesn't matter you are entitled to safety and you have tried everything yeah so now you need these outside agents say now it's your turn to yeah. take over yeah it's the same with the school you there is nothing on their website about governors how you can get in contact with the governor well, you can go above your school like so go higher yeah all i keep saying so, is go higher yeah, yeah the, higher, the other we're personally county council had hit that bullying hadn't have stopped and the end of it spent it i was going to lancashire county council so i suppose yours i don't think that you'd be or you, I think you might still under there yeah Blackpool yeah council, so yeah. lancashire county council is also and they the know who stop. the governors are don't they? Yeah. yeah and that's public there's isn't always it? a higher person above yeah do you know the same yeah. with the, the officer police officer there's always a higher above him and the, you know with your head teachers it's higher above her or him i think it's always just yeah. keep going higher i just think schools need to take responsibility as well yeah um it's yeah. outside of school it's not our responsibility no. they have got a duty of care yeah, actually they do, yeah. even outside of school that yeah. is actually a fact they do have a duty of care yeah. which i've explained to them over the phone yeah. and it's like Wow. And it's hard when you're going against a brick wall with parents, yeah. though, as well. Yeah. Thinking, you know, there's no fear at home, no fear at school, and no fear with the police. Yeah, yeah. My it's worrying. <laughs> what my daughter's attackers actually got offended for, uh, suspended for, I beg your pardon, was out of school. It was at my front door, and I found the school, and they went, right, we'll suspend. So they wasn't in school because they have a duty of care. All right. Now then, before we let you go, we're going to have to ask about the future. It turns out your MP is quite famous. Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Lindsay Hoyle is his name. That's is it right, not? Yeah. yeah. The MP for Chorley. And what does he do in Parliament? He's the Speaker of the House. So he's the guy that goes, order! Yeah. <laughs> right. In a very okay. Chorley accent. Yeah. <laughs> so when did he see your case in the papers and get in touch with you? How did that work with him? He we did. Yeah, we went to him. He did make a public statement, which most people who had anything to do with Chorley actually made the statements either yeah. for or against us. Um, and we emailed him and he said, I'd love to be you three months in there. Yeah, so we went, went down about three, three or four weeks ago. To the House of Commons? No, yeah. we met him in his surgery in Chorley, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Town Hall. Anyway, when we explained everything and he was like, yep, yeah, I understand. He said, would you like to come to meet the Minister of Police? And In yeah. London, yeah. And we were like, yes, straight yes. away. Yeah, we'll go as far as we can with this. You know, we want to protect the next child. So. Yeah, we want to protect the next children and we want to change the families. some laws. We want to, we, we want, parliament to see actually this is the reality of it we know you don't want to criminalize children we don't want to criminalize children but however all you Your are system. doing is making a lot more victims yeah. that is all you're the doing the system isn't working and we need to fight that now we need to change it um to get you know a positive result 
Well, what a smashing story of solidarity and pain and ha- and its great yeah. outcomes. Congratulations yeah. to you Thank both. You. And I think Thank we you. found it in Blackpool really heartening, haven't we? Yeah, we have, yeah. And it's given us some sort of doors to walk through. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you, Lisa, Jade, thank and you Chrissy from the home team. Um, good luck in London. Thank uh, you. And we just want to give you all support for your campaign. Thanks for supporting oh, us. Thank, thank you so you. much. All the best. Thanks for Bye. inviting us. You've been listening to the Other Side of Blackpool podcast for people who live here all year round. We're a dream of the Poverty Truth Network in Blackpool and the Fylde Coast. Find out more at povertytruthnetwork.org. If you like us, follow us and leave us a review.